This week we're going to be learning the Sicha Shabbos Pajar Vayetze Teskis Lev Tovshinun Beis. The Sicha could be found in Sefer Sicha's Tovshinun Beis, page 134. That's Chelek Aleph Tovshinun Beis. So, of course, Teskis, we know, is the both the Yeledis and the Yemilula of the Mitul Rebbe. And Yud Kislin is, of course, the Geula of the Mitul Rebbe. And this is what the Rebbe starts off with. In regards to the Mitle Rebbe, the Bali Yemiletis and Bali Yemilul, over this day, Teskisle, we find a Chiddush, that his Yemiletis and Yemilul are both on the same day as Teskisle, and a greater Chiddush that immediately the following day, the day after his Yemiletis and Yemilul, is on Yud Kisle, we have his Chagagavula, in which he was released from jail. Now, Beitha, what it's known, that the Yom Toyim of the year have its, a special connection to the parishes of the Toyim in which they fall, it's understood that the parsha of this week, which is parsha Vayetze, as well as parsha Vayishlach, which were immediately in the sun reading in, in Mikra, are and that the Hagagula is falling out in the Sunday. Oh, parsha Vayishlach. So obviously, there's connections and lessons uh, with the Baal Yomei Ledes Yomei Ula and the Baal Hagula, including and most importantly, to take out from this a lesson regarding the Indian that Shazman Groba Bedirenuzed, our generation and our time, the Gula Mitzvah Shleva Didu Sheretzim Kainu. As we discussed many, many times recently, that now we've finished ready all the matter, all the inyonim, and all we need to do is be with Kabbalah Kadim Shevtukainu Bapoyal Mabush. So the Chinduch in this, that the Yomi Ledis and the Yomi Lulav at Sabi fall out in the same day, is brought in Chazal on the words of Moshe Rabbeinu when he said, Ben Meyav has in Shonon Noichi Ayon that I'm 120 years old today. The Gemara says, Why does it say to Hayoim? Hayoim Lolu Yahweh Yashlai say it's to teach you that the Amishter. It is sitting and fulfilling the years of the tzaddikim from day to day, from month to month. In other words, that they have complete years. As the Pesach says, it's mispar yomecha amale, I'm going to fill the days of your life. So simply what this means is that by the tzaddik, there's a certain shleimus, certain perfection, that the Amish fills days of his life. It's mispar yomecha amale, that there should be a complete round number of years from the day of his birth to the day of his istalkos all the way down to the last day. However, we need to understand what's actually the special significance about this. We understand that the Shleimus of the Avoid of Atzamik is understandably a Shleimus more of a spiritual nature, Baruchlius, seemingly has nothing to do with physical days. And as it's known, that the life of Atzamik is not about his physical life, rather it's a spiritual life of Emunah, of Yira, of Ava, and therefore it's understood that Atzamik seemingly could have the Shleimus, the perfection of his Avoid Baruchlius, even if his physical years are not filled from day to day, and as we in fact find by most Sadiqim that their Istalpos weren't actually on their birthday. So the Rebbe goes on and explains and see a Gimel that we could explain it in the following way. The Shleimus of the Avodid of Atzadik is when this Shleimus of this perfection of Ruchlis reflects itself also in a physical perfection, meaning also the time of his Avodid in years and in his physical days, and to use the expression of Chazal, the Abishta knows the days of Tumimim means those that are complete, and the Chazal explains just like they are complete, so too their years are, incomplete, are complete. And the reason for this is that because since the whole purpose of Avoid and the, 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 the proper way of Avoid of Torah and Mitzvah of a Yid, and that's the Avoid of Atzabek, obviously he's doing the Avoid of the most perfect way. So since the Avoid of the Yid is expressed, what he refines, it elevates also his physical body to the extent that there is no separation between his physical and his spiritual, so there's no parts of his avoid there's no parts in his avoid Hashem that are separated between his Neshama and his Gupit and his Ruchlis and his Gashwis, 
Rather, every detail of his life is completely permeated with the neshama, with the ruchlius, to the extent that his gashmi becomes completely secondary, completely bottled to his neshama and his ruchlius. And to use the expression of the Alter Rebbe, oisim napshom where the soul is the main thing and the body is secondary. In such a way that all of his gashmi is a kengli and a garment, and like a merkava, like a vehicle, only expressing his avoided ruchnis. In other words, even though it's true that the life of Tzadik is not a physical life, but rather a spiritual life, nevertheless, the shleimus of Zavoidus with that spiritual life is also, and it shines into and penetrates even to his physical life, so that his physical life is like a keili. And even furthermore, it's literally just an extension of his spiritual life, in this way that they're becoming completely one and united, both his spiritual life, along with his physical things. So he's one person, one tzaddik, that his ruchli, that his shleimus and his spiritual life is expressed and reflected completely in his physical life. In such a way that in his physical life as well, there's absolutely nothing extra, nothing missing, no more, no less, compared to the ruchli, the galayif. So all of his physical life, including actually his physical days and years, are one continuation, one reflection of his, of his spiritual life. And other abed specifically, through the Shleimus also in Gashrius, then that ends up affecting a bringing of Shleimus even to the Ruchlius as it would be on its own, as will be explained later in the Sitta. And therefore Hashem makes sure that the years and life from the Tzaddik is complete from day to day, because the Shleimus of the Avoid of the Tzaddik completely permeates and is reflected also the Shleimus of the Gashmi as the Goliath, in accordance to the Shleimus of the Ruchlius, because what's the world all about? The gender of the world, the definition of the world is usually about time and space, and therefore that's usually divided into days, the days of the year. And as Sazal tells us, the Bishop once the Abish to create a world, chooses the world, so he sets up times from the heads of the months, the years, and once the Abish chooses Yaakov Abundant, that the Abish to make, in other words, that the whole idea of years being set is very much to do with the nature of the world, of the Gashmis of the world itself, as opposed to the idea of which that's already more specifically to do with the Ruchli as the Kavoida of Yaakov and his children. We also know that Shono, the word year, is also the word Shinui, which means change. Mishle also means that it keeps on repeating itself. And therefore it surrounds and encompasses all of the differences within Thai. And that's why the Shlemus of the Avoida Ruchli is of is specifically reflected with also his years. Are also completed. It says, make sure to fill their years and their life from day to day. And every single day is utilized completely by elevating, by refining the lavush, the garment that's connected to that specific day, as it's known that mitzvahs are called lavushim. If you're missing one mitzvah, one lavush, at one day, then you're missing the lavush for that day. Every day has its own garment. And the days of the person are specifically designated and decided in according to the amount of those levushim, those garments, that he needs to complete, so that the shleimus of the tumim was that completion of the tzaddik beruchlius, and his gashmius, that's his physical light and years, are equal, that represents that he has this completion in both areas, as one continuation from the other, and that's why it is, kashem shahen tumimim, kashleisim tumimim. The Rebbe adds that we could say that the the expressions of the Galarias are for the Nibaruku Yorishim, and it doesn't mention any sort of conditions or limitations regarding Sadiq. So we have to say that really the Shlemus exists on some level, on a spiritual level, 
It actually is, is, is happened by every single tzaddik. Even by a tzaddik that passes away on a different day than his birth. So there's still some sort of shleibus life then on some level. But it's understood based on what we said before that this shleibus, when it's expressed also in Gashrius, that there, there's something more special and more shleibus, more complete about that. And after other, um, the shleibus in a revealed way, specifically when it expresses itself also in the Gashrius of the years and the days. And this is by those Sandiku that there is salt. This is on the very same day that they were born. This sort of shleibus we saw clearly by the others. Because they're, according to the opinion that they were born in Nisan, they also passed away in Nisan. And so too, regarding the other opinions, but it's always the same time that they were born, they passed away. And when Fathers by Moishan Abedu was the one that said, He said that he was born in seven out and seventh of Adar, and he passed away on the seventh of Adar. In addition to the fact that he also had the completion of 120 years. Because since they were, the first Roya Yisrael, the shepherds of Am Yisrael, especially Moishe Rabbeinu, who was called the Rai Mehemna. So by then, this Shleimus of the Avoid of Atzandik expressed itself in a, in a complete way, in a, in a visible way, of Lolo Yomayr Shleimus having these complete days and years. And in a similar way, this expressed itself also by the Mithil Rebbe, the Moishe Rabbeinu of his generation, as we will soon see. In order to explain this, the Rebbe says, you see, the Dalai Rebbe first going to have a look and some of the things connected to the parshiyus of the week, Vayetze, and so too by Yishram, that we're going to be starting at Mincha, in which we find something very, very surprising. The main story of the Torah regarding the avoid of Yaakov Abinu is actually not in Parshish Toldois, it which just speaks about how Yaakov was in his father's house, and there it's Yisrael and Be'er Sheva, but rather in Parshish Vayetze, we were speaking about Vayetze Yaakov and Be'er Sheva, Vayel Charon, and all this Yaakov going out from Be'er Sheva to a place called Charon, which Chadal explained to us is Charoi Nafsho, Lokom Boilem, David's anger in the world. And where is he going? He's going to love on Harami with all of the negative things that come along with that, the tremendous, tremendous descent. And that's why Yaakov was in fact afraid, and he needed a special guarantee from the Abishas, a special promise with Shmarticha. I'm going to guard you wherever you go. Furthermore, it's specifically in Karo, where Yaakov gets married. He establishes his family, his house, and most of the Shavuotim are born there. This is the foundation of all of Am Yisrael. Even once Yaakov completes his Avoidah by love of Ilcharon, and he's planning to go back to his father's house, as he says, Veshafti Veshalim based Avi, and he's also commanded by the Abishtim to go back to, the, to your land and to your father's land. Nevertheless, instead of Yaakov immediately going back to Eretz Yisrael, now starts another whole story of Yaakov along with Asaph. Yaakov says messengers to his brother Aesop to the land of Seir, they Edoi, with all of the details of Parshas by Yishlach, and only after Parshas by Yishlach, the traitor comes back to discuss how Yaakov goes in the lanes by Yeshiv Yaakov in the land of his father. So the question is seemingly the main story of Yaakov of Vinu as one of the Ahois who are the Abishta's chariot, and actually. Even called him the Bakir Shabbat, Buffer Shabbat, the chosen of Lois, you would assume would have been about his Avoida, his holy avoided Eretz Yisroel, and very briefly, if at all, mentioned all of his other occupations and businesses and dealings with Love and Arami and Ace of Arosha. As we find this regarding Avram and Yitzhak, that the main story about them and Torah is also while, while they're in Eretz Yisroel. So it's very surprising that we're making such a big arichos and discussing at such grand, such great length and elaborately about Yaakov in the places of Lavan and Esau. So the Rebbe explains this in Sif Hay. 
And the Rebbe says, based on that, which is known that Maisha always similar to him, we understand that when the Torah tells us the story of Yaakov Avinu with Lovon and with Esau and parties by Yetzeh and by Yishla, so obviously this is some sort of sign and Amirah for the Abundah of the Yid. When the Torah tells us the story with Yaakov Avinu, by Yetzeh Yaakov, by Yishla Yaakov, by Yishla Yaakov, in fact, this is the first time the Torah is telling us of the great Anichos about the Abundah of the always dearly withered world. And the Torah, obviously, a Torah of Washington, is coming to teach us a, a, general, a lesson for all generations that the tactless of the Avoida of Ayin is to have an impact on the world, to affect the world. And the Torah is also going ahead and telling us exactly in a detail how it's supposed to go about this. So the Torah starts telling us, This is generally symbolizing the Neshama coming down into the goat. The Neshama of every single Yid, as we say, Neshama Shemosata B'Tavirit. It's coming from such a pure place. It's coming from such a holy place. It's coming from Be'er Sheva. Be'er Sheva representing the sphere of Bino. Why is Bino called Be'er Sheva? Because it's the source. It's like the Be'er, the well, for the seven, for the seven Midois of Atzilus, the source for the seven Midois. And then the Neshama needs to go down into Malchus, into the level of Choron. And, and furthermore, going down into, the, into a greater descent into the worlds of Bria, Yetzirah, and Asiyah, and say, Ato Varosa, Ato Yetzarto, Ato Nefachto, B, all the way into this physical and materialistic world, which is the place of Karayinavshulmokim, a place of the anger of the Abishar, a place filled with Klipo and Sitrafra, which are blocking and concealing over godliness, over the Kedusha, over the Ruchlis of the Neshama. And furthermore, they can even harm Chasvashalim of the Yid, as Yaakov of Vino is actually afraid. However, we understand that the whole purpose of this tremendous Yerido is that on the contrary, that the Yid, the Yaakov should overcome all of these concealments that come from the materialistic, physical aspects of the world of Haron and other Abedafka to be there to be able to establish base Yisrael in a way that Dafka regarding Yaakov is a mitose shlema that all of his children are tzaddikim. And this is what happens when it is Shalom. Um, coming into the Gulf reveals through the fulfillment of Torah and Mitzvah the light of his Neshama. Through that, he actually transforms the glories, the lowest materialistic aspects into Gashlis, which is physicality of slightly a higher nature. And then it causes that the Gashlis should actually become a Kaili, become secondary and a vessel, a vehicle for all Ruchmiyas that are for his Neshama, all the way that his physical body actually unites with his Neshama. And this is also hinted immediately when Yaakov goes out. So what do we see over here? That specifically as a result of going to Charon, which again represents the Neshama coming down into the Gulf. But through then becomes Vayelach also has the meaning that he becomes at the level of a Mahalich, as it says, This is a special advantage that a Neshama has over a Malach. He doesn't stand in one place. Rather, he's going, he's moving. And furthermore, it says, Vayelot Chorono. It doesn't say Lif Choron, but Chorono. Meaning to say that since his avoido is it being involved with Choron, he's actually affecting this concept of the Halicha, of this movement, of this going, even in the Choron itself, in the place of Karen Afshalokwen. And therefore, it doesn't say Vayelot Lif Choron. That would have just meant that Yaakov Avinu went to Choron. But him and Chorah sort of remain two separate things. The Halilah, the going of Chorah, remain two separate things. However, when it says, Vayelah Chorah is coming to symbolize and to end that this concept of spiritual Halilah, the spiritual journey, is also coming down and affecting even the level of Chorah itself. 
And the Rebbe says in Kerayat that this idea is also into that extra hey at Chorona instead of Lichori. And we know this from the Chazal tell us that this world was created with a hay. In other words, by the Neshama coming down from Be'er Sheva into Chor. So now is being revealed in Chorun that hay of Hashem's name through which the world is created. In other words, the Koyafel and Godly Chayas that's giving life to the creation, or to use the famous expression, the Koyafel, the Koyafel of Hashem that's doing it in that which was made. In other words, that we could recognize us in the creation itself with the Gashmis, the power of Hashem, the Chayas, the Godly energy that's inside of it, so that the creation itself is only an expression of Hashem's Koyach, which is being expressed and shining into this particular thing. The person goes further, the Rebbe says, evolve. So he encounters this place, he sweeps over there because the sun set. And he takes from the stones of the place, puts it around his head, and he lies down in that place. What does this represent? When the Neshama of the Yid is coming down into this world, to come down into a physical body of this physical world. Oilam, of course, Meloshim Helam, it's a concealment. So immediately, Kivo Hashemet, there's the concept that the sun sets. Kishemeshu Login Abayelikim, the name Abayel we know, is, 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 is uh, the, the sun is a, is a martial form. Hashem, for Hashem shiny. And right now, there's the sun setting, meaning there's a tremendous concealment on Barmudis. And as a result of that, what happens? Yaakov lies down by Yishkom Bamlokaimavu. What does lying down represent? It's when the person's hand, which usually shows those greatest qualities, is suddenly lying and inking on an equal level together with his wrangle, together with his feet. In other words, the lowest part, as we'll discuss this particular aspect a little bit later in more detail. So, in other words, as a result of the concealment going on in this Gashmizdik materialistic world, the lowest world possible in regards to the concealment of Hashem's light, and especially in the darkness of Golos, where we don't even see all the signs and miracles as we used to, specifically in Icarus of the the very last time before Mashiach come, when we're in a situation of sleep and lying down, when our revealed and higher Koizah seem to be more concealed, and therefore the Roish and the Rendel, the head and the feet, seem to be on equal level. Furthermore, this lowly world, which is a world filled with klipois, sitra which are literally neged Hashem, against Hashem, they are rebelling. And therefore, what does the Pasuk say? Suddenly this fear, there is a serpent concern by Yikaf Me'avni Amokim, and he's taking the stones of the place because he's afraid of the wild beasts. But the truth of the matter is that specifically as a result of the Ilid, as a result of this to be sand, that's actually what gets to Ruchli, is going even stronger, that the Neshama should be able to affect in the Gashmi's of the Gul, that even in such a lowly place, where Vayolin Shom Kivar Shemesh, and then we say by Yishkav, that he lie down, that it's all equal, but the truth of the matter is, that when the head is equal with the Gulf, he's actually, there's, an, there's another way of understanding this, that right now he brings the Kedusha of the Neshama into the Gulf, and furthermore by Yishkav, in a positive way, that the physical body is now becoming united with the Neshama, and in that way, actually adding certain greatness to the Neshama. And that sort of represents that in an equal way, in other words, starting off equally, that the Neshama impacting the group, but ultimately the Neshama even benefit, as we'll explain later. Says the Nebid Zion, we're going to understand this by first explaining the following issue, which is before Shem asked, but the Apostle, by Yivka Bamlokim, etc., by Yishka Bamlokim, the question is, Bamlokim, we know, is the place of the Mikdash. 
that over here, Yaakov is suddenly going to sleep. Now, even though it's true the sun suddenly stepped, not in its right time, in order that he should end up lying down over there, but Chazal tells of these very words by Yishkam Malokimu that he lied over there. Here he was lying down, but the 14 years that he was in the Yeshiva of Aver, he didn't lie down, he was involved in Torah. Chazal tells us here he lied down, but the 20 years he was in the house of law, and he didn't lie down. Then Davko over here, when he comes to the place of the Mikdash, suddenly he's lying down to sleep. So this is what we understand, that the lying down has to also have some sort of positive me. And on the contrary, it must mean the highest and greatest thing there, and which is Davko revealed in the place of the Mikdash. So the way that Embe explains it is as follows. The difference begotten is between a person when he is standing, sitting, lying down, is that when a person is standing or even sitting, so you could clearly see the difference between the higher part of his body, the upper part, the head, and the middle of the body, to the lower part, the legs, the feet of the body. And you could clearly see because the earlier, the upper part, that's what leaves the lower part of the body. But what happens when a person is lying down, a person is sleeping, that the upper part of the lower part are lying there equally. What does this represent, Veruchlius? The upper part of the person represents his rotini is the gases. The lower part of the person represents his gashli is the gaspids. So it's understood that even though simply in a revealed way, lying down, which would mean that the rotinis, the higher parts of the person, are suddenly at equal level with the lower parts, the gashli is the part of the person. So it would seem like that's a tremendous, you need a tremendous descent on the level which we would call Yiluim, in other words, in a revealed way. However, if you want to go deeper down to the root of things, there's actually a much greater advantage. Which is that Dafka in this situation, the highest levels of the person and the lowest level of the person are equal, and this is coming as a result of the Gimli, of the very essence of Hashem, which since he is higher than all of the various different Gidorim and definitions and limitations, they're both exactly equal compared to it based on something similar which is known, or similar to what that which is known, that the pshint is that simplicity of a very, of a simple yid, of a pasha of the yid, which seemingly by him the seichel, his intellect is not shining, the seichel of the head, and yet that dot is connected with the pshintus, with that purity of atzvus, of the abishter himself. And this later also impacts when the person gets up from his state of sleep, from lying down, that even once he starts feeling already the difference between the higher part and the lower part, part of the body, that this is considered a nylon, this is considered mato, this is the higher, this is the lower, and yet they still feel inside of that, that revelation of atlas. And then the differences between the higher and lower part are more. Only as far as what we call the seer, in other words, the external look and, 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 and specific character that they play, but in the very essence, they're all part of the one thing, a revelation of acts of the Abish himself. In other words, and the avoid of the Yid, when he goes out to Meir Shavah, going to Chorah, there's two aspects. Number one, in addition to the fact that the Ruchlis needs to overpower the Gashlis in a sense, the Gashlis shouldn't conceal and hide, rather be a Kavitoklis, which then the Gashlis still remains what it is. Um, which is, despite everything else, a certain concealed with ungodliness. Yet, in there, there's something much, much higher than that. And that is where the Gashlis and the Ruflis become one, even within the way they are, by the Gili of Atzimus that's higher than both of them together. Says the Rebbe in class, now we can understand what Yaakov Avinu does, 
when by Yish come by Mokim when he's lying out of that place. The Davker in the Mokim HaMikdash, Davker is holiest place, where eventually there's going to be the greatest Gilead of the Kus, the Gilead of Akus, the base Hamignot. And in the way it was in the Koyle Shachamashuk, the place where the Orin was, he doesn't take up any space. And yet that Davka brought him to Vayishkub, he should lie down there, but in a positive way, in other words, in a way where it's being expressed that the lowest and the highest are all becoming equal because of the Gili of Atus. And this is what the Pastor goes on and says, Vayidachaloim, he has a drape, and he's still the Lutz of Arts of Erosham, and he has with the ladder standing on the ground with the head reaching the heavens. And the Malachim of Hashem are going up and down, and the Hashem needs some Allah, and Hashem is standing right over him, etc. In other words, what do we see over here in this ladder? The Chimur, that connection between earth and heaven. Through the fact that Hashem is there, the absolutely will see the very essence of Hashem, and automatically you have the Malachim there, and so on. Says that but with this we can also explain, Pnimi Yonim, that when Vayikat Yaakov, Mishnos when Yaakov wakes up from his sleep, he says, I didn't know. But the Rebbe explains that the Gili of Shem Havmaya is in a way of higher than understanding, higher than knowledge, higher than the idea of Yidiyah. Because Yidiyah is, in a certain sense, like a certain Milo, a certain advantage, a certain great quality. It's connected to the intellect, which as we said before, that would be more noticeable when a person is standing or a person is sitting. You see the quality of, of his cycle. However, where there is the gili of atzimus of all, so or everything is exactly equal. So that's a shot on lori kibayadati. In other words, it's higher in the level of yidio. And continuation to that, the pasuk says that Yafra by Yira is he's afraid and he says, How awesome is this place? Ezeki and Beisole King. Again, literally, he means it's the house of Hashem. In other words that this, this place becomes a house, a dwelling place for Hashem himself, and a dwelling place where the very essence of Hashem is able to be revealed. All of this brings that after setting up the monument, which we'll discuss later as well, Yaakov makes his promise. And he says, all the way to the end, call Asher, typically everything you're going to meet from everything you're going to give me, Asher, Asher, and look, I'm going to take off my sir. In other words, that when there is the Gilead of Atzwals, that reveals that call Asher, Titali. Kol Asher includes everything that you're going to give me, which is Ganashli, Zerukni, is all included together. And yet we say all of this is Aser Aserendu law. Aser Aserendu from the word meaning 10, the Rebbe explains, represents the sphere of Kester. And furthermore, Aser Aserendu law refers even higher than Kester to the very, very essence of Hashem. In other words, a person recognizes that everything, Kol Asher everything you give me, is all, all about law. It's all about me, really. The very, very essence of Hashem, every aspect of being, is all representing that same Nukudu. Says the Rebbe, if that's based on this, we can now understand what the Pasuk says further. From the stones of the place, and he puts it around his head. That's what it says, that he lied down at that place. So all those words, Rashi explains now, Yaakov Avinu, Surrounds his head. Um, when the stones like a gutter around his head because of the wild beasts. And the stones are fighting with each other, and each one is saying that Sabbath should put his head down on me, etc. Immediately the image to turn the wall into one stone. Now, of course, the famous question is what does this um, little fence of stones help around his head if the, the wild beasts could clearly attack the rest of his body? 
So the Mephorshim covered all the explained that actually Yaakov surrounded his whole body in stones, and that's why the expression is Manze, which is named a little pike that comes out of the gutter. And in other words, so there's the part around the head, and there's also the part that goes around the body, and so on. But the truth of the matter is, it's still out of the sort. If that's the case, number one, the why is the Pasuk say, surrounding his head? And secondly, and second of all, how does and surrounding his even his body um, with the stones help in any way whatsoever when clearly, as we could see clearly, the animals have no problem jumping over these rocks as well. So the Rebbe explains is, if you could explain it, this. the Pu'ul of Yahweh, when he takes those stones and puts them around his head, this is not what the Rukli is going on over here. In other words, he is being mamshuk, he is drawing down and revealing in the Gashri, the Kamitsiyas, the light of the Neshamu in a very, very great, powerful way. And that's where an evidence represents strength and might. And when inside of the Gashmi is the Kamitsiyas, it gets revealed what it's really all about, uh, the Neshamu inside of it, and then there's no room for any sort of hell of the Hester, for any sort of problems of concealment with the Gashwias. None of that takes up any space, and therefore, automatically, the wild beasts can't hurt, hurt Yahweh. And since the place of the Nefesholi Kis is primarily in the Moyan Shemeroi, shouldn't brand inside that, and from there it spreads out to all the Emorim, therefore, that's the main place, the main toikiv, the main strength of the Neshama, the Ruchli is where it's shining. And that's why that's who the Avonim are dafka around the Moichen Shemaroish representing that power, that strength of the Nefesholi Kis that's in his head. And that's why it puts him Merathresov. And this is also where Rashi says that the stones start fighting with each other. Each one, what's of the Tzadik should put down? His head on them. In other words, what's really the fight? What's really this quarrel that's going on in the Farshim explain? Is that a fight actually between those stones that were around the head? With the stones that were around the rest of the body. And the fight was about that the Tzadok should put down his head on me. In other words, that the issue is that the great Kedusha, that's in the head, the Ambon, that are around that, which represents a powerful Kedusha of the Nefeshul Kiss in the head, should also be in Kamedel, also in the body, in a similar sort of way. So what is the Abish to do? He makes them tackle all into one stone. In other words, that that same power on the Nisham of the way to the hand should also come down into the Gulf, the ultimate Chibur, the ultimate connection between the highest of the high and the lowest of the low, and they all become Eben Achas. Achas also the idea of the Gilead, the Axel, to the English to himself. And this boy, Vayishkam Bamokim, who was blowing down over there, representing this idea that the Rosh and the Rengel are all equal, and surely then there's no room for all of these animals and for their harm and just the other contrary. And seeing the Gileavats was specifically as a result of coming down because the Gileavats in higher places therefore we call it in other words other levels of revelation higher spirituality so there you have a level of Gileavats but specifically in a place where this concealment the Mata that draws down the Gileavats the very essence of Hashem which is not limited at all by Gileavats and therefore the greatest, powerful, true Kedush of the Gilead of Atzvos expresses itself specifically in the Avonim, which are inanimate objects. And later, they become the monument where Evan Azois, this stone that I place as a monument, becomes a basically give a place for Hashem, a house and a dealer for the very, very essence of Hashem. Says the Rebbe in Sifudal. Based on all of this, we can also understand the special Koya of the Yaakov Ayas coming to Horror. 
And that through this, he was able to overcome all of the challenges of Koran. And furthermore, to be able to connect the highest and the lowest that Hashem had to go through the revelation of Atzus. And since this is a chiddush that happened as a result of coming to Haran, therefore Yaakov's dafka over there is where he sets up the twelve shlokim in a way of mitosay shleimo that all of his sons are tzaddikim. And the Rebbe says to add the base of this, we could have it even more understanding, more so the expression of Chazal mitosay shleimo. Why do we use that expression mitosay? His bed was complete. Why don't we just say tzaddoisa? His offshoots, his children, etc. So the Rebbe says that the word mitavos will be of the that if the word of umato, meaning the lowest, that even the lowest of the low has the greatest shleimus, and as he said, even more so than davka in a situation where he's lying, like lying on the bed, in the, in the situation where the roish of the gulf and the regular all lying equally, and yet he's able to do a gala to reveal how mitavos the greatest shleimus of the gilui of atzmos, which makes everything equal, the greatest and the lowest. And again, where does that happen? Dafka and Koran, Dafka in the lowest place. So the Rebbe Maisa of a similar bonnet. This idea of being able to make the highest and the lowest equal, that even in the lowest place, uh, we could be draw down Elikus, or to use the expression that says, Vigari Moshe Rabbeinu, Mate Ho Elikim Biyodoi. So again, you have that same word, Mate here, it's referred to Moshe Rabbeinu's staff. So Dafka through this, through the Smato, he's able to achieve the oasis of waste of the miracles and wonders in the land of Mitzrayim. Mitzrayim will make it a rule, a place of, of constraints and concealment. But Dafka Minam made Sir Karosi Dafka from this place of narrow and and, and uh, constraints and so on, or noni by miracle of God, the Amish answers us in the broadest and the greatest way, the gilly of the very essence of Hashem, which is beyond limitations. Because this shleimus of Rifoi, the lowest of the low, happens dafka as a result of the Giliyav Atzin, which is higher than Naiwa and Mato. And as we said before, the Pshitos, that purity and level of Atzin, that led to that idea of Atzin, which was not bad or limited in any way, is connected with that simplicity of the Yind. And as a famous expression, Yisrael, Apachabrucha, Yidna, and Hashem are all one, as we discussed at length in the previous Tabrin. Says the Remek in Sefir Base. Since the main avoid of Yaakov in Korah, which is related in Parshas by Yetzir, was regarding himself, hidden the Shomen as good being able to unite in the way of Mitosesh Lewin. And as we know, this uh, also has to be, this idea also has to impact the world. So therefore, from this we come to the continuation of Parshas by Yishwak. By Yishwak, Yaakov, my local fun of Yaakov sends messengers to Ace of his brother in the land of Seir, Sdeyadud, which now we're mainly speaking about how. The world is going to be elevated as a result of Yaakov. So it's explained the is that Yaakov is on the level of Tikkun and Esau is on the level of Toim. Yaakov sends messengers to Esau because Yaakov thinks that it's already the time that Esau was already completely refined and therefore there can be the unity of the very great, powerful, many Oyrims and King of Toyu, of levels of Esau, along with the Oyrims and Caleb. There are lots of Matam, lots of Caleb of Tikkun. Which that would be the whole perfect elevation and completion of the Gashwis of this world, which is becoming completely a Kaili Telkagus. And furthermore, that it becomes in such a way united, as it is said through the Gilly of Atzmus, which is higher than Toyo and Tikkun, and expressing that everything is just a Gilly of the essence of Hashem, that, is, that because of that, everything would just be completely one. The only thing is that practically, Asa was not actually ready at that point. And therefore, only at the time of the Gula Mitzvah Shleimah, 
The Pasuk says, Adasher when Yaakov says, I'll finally come to my master and say, when is that going to be when Mashiach comes and says, Valdo Mashiach Bartzit, Lish Bittasar as will be explained more later in the Sikh. Says the Rebbe in Sikhibyu, these two parshis, by Yetzi and by Yishla in the avoid of Yaakov Avinu, which are the first place in Torah in which the Torah explains the Seder Ahoyd of how to deal with the world, are really expressive the whole idea of the Ahoyd of Torah and Mitzvahs, especially after Matan Torah. In other words, it's all about elevating or refining the Gashwis of the body and of the world to make him Dorkeli for the Ruchlis of the Neshama until the Gashwis itself will reveal the Koyat of Hashem in the creation and become one continuation to the Ruchlis and eventually becoming a dira, a dwelling place for the very essence of Hashem himself. As will be in the most perfect way when Mashiach comes to the Gulenitz the world will be completely refined. And they will be able to receive the oil of Hashem, the nibble kren Hashem, the flesh and soul will be able to see godliness because there will be this shleimus, this perfection of Hashem's koyak being revealed in the creation. And on the contrary, as the Apostle says, Evan Mikir Tizak, the Gashlis itself, the stone itself will call out, the very doiming, the very inanimate object of the stone, as well as the plants and the animals, and surely the good for the person, the Gashlis itself through which the Koya of Atras is being revealed, will reveal and scream out that Koya of the power of Hashem and the Ruchlis, it's in it, and Hashem's will in the whole world, similar to the concept that we also say that came to slay together, and the female and the woman surrounding the male, the man, or the neshama, and, and, and ending up benefiting from the goof, being said from the goof. Says the Rebbe Sifidale, the distance of Tayyip to the generally. To connect through the and Gashli is straight, and even more so through the giving of Tayyip which its idea is to affect and to unite Elikus with the world. Barn revealed the secrets of the Torah, the hidden part of the Torah, as it's expressed and revealed looks at this. This cause, the joining of the hidden part of Hashem with the more real, with the hidden part of the Inn, and that gives us the Koya to transform the lowliest parts of the Gashlis of the world, that it should be a Kedi from Giriel cause for the more revealed part of Hashem, and also for the hidden part of Hashem. And specifically, it's in Torah, the revelation of Torah, which Chabad, which revealed the very essence of Enemies of which brings Elikus in Ain. Way of slapshus in a way that it closes on one of us, or in a way of understanding of Chokhmabinandaz to the extent of his parlous of meaning that we can actually be fed and sustained by it. That it should be is there also the sake of the person, the person that's created Nivra in the world of Bria, then down to the world of Yitzira and Asiya, and even in the sake of the Nefesh of Bahamas, like the idea of Khoram that we spoke about before. And furthermore, it should be in the study of the sake of the nations of the world, even of Aesov. And as the famous expression of Futsubadasekhutsu, that the wellsprings of the of the Balshente themselves should spread out, and furthermore, they should spread out even to the greatest, furthest distances that the nature of the world itself, and that the Chutsu itself, the outside itself, should become a Kaili, and should become one with Elikus. Says that every year Shwaymar, therefore, the main beauty of Tayyus was when in Khoidish Kislev, as it's now, the Khoidish Kislev is the third month in the winter months, which corresponds to. And similar to the third month of the summer, it's Chodesh Sivan, which is the month when Matan Taito was. So Chodesh Sivan is the third month, that's the time of Matan Taito, which is more than you know, Nicola the Toyo, where Chodesh Kislev, the third month in the winter months, is the time of the Gimli of Pnimiya And in this month, the month of Kislev, there is a number of special days in 
the dimmer you may have said this in the in the in the Chassidish calendar. So of course we have Hitas Kisiv Lachagim Gul of the Alter Rebbe, the founder of Chassidus Chabad. In addition to the fact that it's also the Yehuda Al the Mizritcha Mandid, so Hitas Kisiv Rosh Hashanah Lachsidus, and as it's known that specifically after Petroburg, that's when the Holy Yehudim had a second started. We also have Tes Kisiv the Yehudas and the Yehuda Al the second Lachsid of Chabad the Mitzvah Rebbe. We have Yud Kisiv the Chagav Gul of the Mitzvah Rebbe. And of course, we have Hanukkah at the end of the month of Kislev, which also has a special connection to the Gilead of Pnimi Yisatoido, all the way to the outside, because the nest of Hanukkah, the main nest, is connected with a jug of oil. And the oil of Toyota, this is Rosh and the Rosh, and these are the secrets of the Toyota. And there, we have to light it at our doorway on the outside. In other words, the Gilead of the secrets of the Toyota should shine all the way. And those things from in the house, which should shine all the way through the door of the house, also all the way into the chutz. So the explanation of the, of the idea of Chaydish Kislev, with the Gilead of Pnimi is as follows, different than Chaydish Kislev, the third month, and the winter months, and Chaydish Siv in the third month of the summer months, is that winter generally is a time of rain, the season of rain. We say, Mashiva, Ruach, Umayda, Degeshem. Now rain generally is connected with the avoid of a person, as it says, in partial gracious, keep Lord him to Hashem and the Kibbal Ares Abish have not made it ray yet. But on the mighty lava of the Sardom, there was no man yet to, to work the land. Then the aid Yalam no Ares, the Ishwas called Bria vapor comes up from the ground and causes it to water the whole ground. Whereas the summer months, which come after the winter, after the rain season, they are connected mainly with Tal, with dew, which comes there from above in a way of Tal and Matzer, it doesn't stop at all. So that gives this period in the time of rain, which comes through the void of Hamat, from the void of down here. And the word Geshem, Geshem, is also related to Gashmi, is the Gashmi's of the world. So that here we have the idea of that connection again between the Milo and the Mata. The eight Yalav and Orids, that vapor comes up from the ground, from the earth comes up this very, very thin um, cloud or vapor. So it shows that it's something on the one hand. It's connected to the top, then it's coming up Menards, and then the Yichros, Kupanea, and then rains down from above. Mil Milo Lamatav comes down from the clouds, down onto earth, and they are watering the whole land, the whole Gashwis of the world, and also Pneo Adam, even the Pneumis of the Gashwis. And as the nature of water actually is, that it seeps through and it becomes completely, everything becomes saturated completely with the witness of the water, whatever it comes in contact with. And in this is expressed the special mile of the special advantage of well we say Mayu, we of course know a Mayim Elatoira. So Toyra generally and specifically when we speak about Kaidish Kisle, that the whole idea is that the Seichel of the person, the created person, and the Magashlis, the Gamatsis, should be completely permeated with Elikos, with as the expression the pure water of knowledge, the knowledge of Hashem. All the way, as the pasuk says, "Kula Mashke." Especially the Alter Rebbe that used this, this expression regarding lost love. It's Kula Mashke that the whole world of Gashlius is completely permeated and filled with the likus of Ruchlius. Mo Lord, it's Deus Hashem. Kamayim layalachasin, as will be revealed in Mitzvah Vashleima, which comes through Yafutzu when it's settled Chutzah. The Rebbe says this idea is also hinted in the word Kislev itself. What is the word kislev? Kislev is put together of two parts, case, loy. In other words, that the levels of elikus, which are case, which are hidden, so they are hidden only 
are their own, uh, they're hidden because of that level of sauce of the Kuchumriko. They are on their own very, very high levels that can't be revealed. And yet, they are going to be Nizgala. They are going to be revealed. And that's what Roy represents. Loy is the same gematri as the word Ela, which means these, where you can actually see something and point it. And furthermore, the medias of the person, the main six medias of the person, how each one includes the other one, so it's six times six is 36. So this is the gilly of the Midas in a way that's completely revealed every aspect of the Midas. So the case, that which was hidden, comes out completely revealed inside the Midas of the first soul. So the Rebbe goes on as if to above and explains that within the gilly of this itself, so the special connection with Yeruchnis and Gashulis is particularly um, re- noticeable in the Chassidus of the, of the Middle Earth. It's now that the Gilead of Teres to the Chabad was in an organized way each one of the Rebbe Seinu revealed and caused another stage and another path in the Gilead in accordance to the way the way a new cycle comes about. Even though, says the Rebbe, that who is the one that would come and dare start making differences in between the luminaries of Chassidus? But well, the truth of the matter is that the Rabbeinu Rabbein themselves revealed of these various different artists. The Altarev was the one of Chassidus. He was the one who revealed Chassidus in a way of an Akud, in a way of a point form. Then came along the middle of the Rebbe, the level of Bina, and he brought that point of Chachmok in a way that it's expel- expounded upon and really elaborated in a way of Abonavah that it could be completely understood. All the way to, as the expression of Chachmok, a very broad river like Bina. Similar to the water in the river, which is the idea of Bina, which comes out of the Mayan, out of the spring, which is Chafla. And the river itself, it keeps getting bigger and stronger and broader. And as we see this in the Mayan of Chassidus of the Middle Rebbe, that those ideas of the Alter Rebbe Chassidus came along by the Middle Rebbe to be explained in a much greater and broader way. In order to be piloted as shlames of the, the, of the unity of the cycle with that which is understood in this case, the Yichud of the cycle of the person of the day is Hashem to understand godliness who learned in Torah Chassidus. So you need an addition to that point and point form Datum Chachma. You also need a great explanation of the details of Bina. And in a similar way, we understand also regarding the connection to Yuchnis and Gashui is Elokus and the world, which happens through Chassidus. That the Shlemus said that we have an addition to the idea of Chachma, we also have the idea of Bina. And as this is also explained in his physical light, the light of the Mitzvah Rebbe. As it's known with the Tzavach Tzavik said about the Middle Rebbe, that if they would cut my father was finger, so rather than blood coming out, Chassidus would come out. In other words, even as Gashmi is the Kalai to the blood, Hadam one effort itself, even that was Chassidus of Ruchnis. Said the Rebbe Vyashleva that the reason is because Rukhoyis Hanor of Bina, this great expansion of the river of Bina, is not only coming out of, and it therefore lower than Kochma, but really it has a source that's higher than Kochma itself, what we call Merkelathmi and the expansion of the broadness that's completely higher than Kochma. And therefore it has the ability to connect Ruchlis and Gashri is, since it's actually higher than both, and Amidabit, after this Gilead of Merkelathmi, comes as a result of the unvoided down here, similar to what we said before, from the Mesa we come to the Merkel. Says the Rebbe, and this we also explain, the title of the Middle Rebbe, we call him the Middle Rebbe. What does Middle represent? That he's coming between the first and the third, and he's connecting them. In other words, the Middle Rebbe being on the level of Bino, he connects the Nasi before him and the Nasi after him. In a way that it includes now all three. Heads and fathers of Siddhis, Karpani, Tokhafwa, Bina, and Das. Siddhis, it was expressed in general, I am giving Siddhis Chabad. 
which is to connect the Likus with the world. Says Rebbe in Sifta Zion, now we can understand what after by the Mikkel Rebbe we find this idea and this kind of was that his physical life was Leoy Leoy, what day to day, literally passing away the same day that he was born on Testisley. Since by him was so much emphasized this idea of the connection with the Ruchlis and Gashwis, which we said before comes as a result of the Kaya of Absol, this Merfal Atzwi, so the Shlemus in Avoid of Ruchlis expresses itself and feeds and waters the Ishkas Pnei also his physical life, so that they too are complete, as we said before, Mamali Shleseim Yom Weir. Based on this, we could also explain why this day of Tes Kisli is the end of the Nachon of the Yud Kisli, the Chagat, the Mikkel Rebbe, which was said in the first year, Tavkuf Peches, which was already just after the Istalpas of the Mikkel Rebbe, because the Shleims of the Chibur of the Avoid of the Tzaddik in rule of that Ruchlis and Gashmis come together, even in his physical life, is a proper hafana, is a proper preparation which gives immediately the Koya for the Gu'ul, for a redemption in the matters of Yaputu by the second Chutra, as it's known that the Mikkel in Rebbe's Gu'ul so too, and it's similar to the Alta Rebbe's Gu'ul, was mainly a Gu'ul regarding spreading Chassidness, which regarding before that, there was a Kitruk against the spreading of Chassidness, that even compared to the Yuli Exodus of the Mikkel Rebbe, which was already a Ruchlevis Hanor. And then there had to be this imprisonment. Now there's a Gaula even compared to that previous spreading of Chassidus, a Gaula breaking all barriers, all the way Shaloi Be'eru, to connect the Eliyav and Tachtun, similar to the Beetle of the Gzeyu, between Eliyav and Tachtun of the Mount and Torah, of Nikola the Torah, in the revealed way, in similar ways, the Gaula that we speak about now. And furthermore, the Gaula of Yud Kislev becomes also the beginning of it as an introduction to the goal of Yutis Kislev, which is an Arshishonah Lichsidus. Says the Ren Ben Just to add that all of this is the, uh, an additional point in the convenience of this year when Tes Kislev falls out on Shabbos. On Shabbos, of course, the Ruchnius is expressed in Oinik Shabbos. So this is on the one hand, an Indian that's higher in the world, the pleasure of Shabbat, but it expresses itself in the physical Gashli is the Indian of the Indian, is eating, is drinking, is sleeping. That's a mitzvah to delight from Shabbos through eating and drinking. And Shino B'Shabbos time to go, so sleeping. So that this extra Shabbat that we have in Shabbos, which is drawn down to Shabbos, has an effect even on the Shabbos and even on the tenor of the physical body of the Indian, and also on the Gashli of the world. Says the Rebbe in Sipiukas, all of the above mentioned, is connected and has to do with, of course, yet in all generations. How much more so says the Rebbe in our generation and our time that according to the Simone Chazal and in the in a number of places we're holding now literally in the stages of the Gul. Spoke many times recently that after all of the tremendous amount of Mass Seder, I would say no, our actual activity throughout all the generations. Especially after the Avoid of Rabbi Seder, the Seder started in the Avis Achsidus and the days of their Mu'ula, Yutestis, the Yutkislay, and in the days of Yemi Lettis and the Ilula, Ateskis, the Lechavdalotetis, etc. And from then, a number of generations that years passed through all the way to the Avoid of Kloyk, the Shredo, Fabian, Mornesi, Nereno. So by now, we finished already all the Bidrun, including the Bidr of Ace of Edoim and Spen, and how much more so, if even at the time of Yaakov, Yaakov already thought that Asa was refined already, and as far as Yaakov's Dharma is concerned. That in fact was the case. How much more so now after so much avoided being done since then? So Asim by now definitely was completely refined, as we can see clearly. The conduct of the Goyim, Golos Ender generally, which was related to Asim Wedden, how they act now in a way of Malpushal Chesed of a government of kindness, and this conduct is also spreading out into other um, countries, as we see clearly recently. 
to it's a list of the now we're mamish holding it that high. With the Gashmis, the Gagufni, the Gashmis, the good world are already completely refined and elevated. They are prepared Cain for all of the Inyanim Ruchnim especially. The oil of Moshiach Tzedkenu, the oil of the Gula, which is Vashleim Law, and all the way to Gili, of Pshitus of Naatimus of Atimus of Uthi is Mored, as it expresses itself in the Pshitus of Atimus in that in Moshiach Tzedkenu, which is actually the higher level of Yechid and all of the Darvus, and all of the different Ashpois, and through that are also gets expressed in the Pshitus of every single Yid. And the only thing that's missing right now is that a Yid should open up his eyes properly. And to see how everything is ready for the Gula, we have already the set table, we have already the Levioso, the Shirabor, the Ayin Amishomor, Eden already sitting around the table, the table of their father, Melod Malkam, Lovemogad, the Oracle, together with Mashiach of Kayu, and it says it's one of the Nebi single generation, there's someone from the seed of Yehuda. That is, that is fitting to be Mashiach, and in our generation, the seed, they raised to do Shasweda on the Adam War, and after 40 years since the Estalkos, on the free of but we have already also the late Wataz is the eyes to the heart to, to understand the eyes to see the ears to hear. So all we need now is that we should open up that heart to understand and open up our eyes to see and open up our ears to hear. And similarly to utilize all of our all of our physical limbs and every part of our Gashwi is the Kabadi. In addition to learning Torah, doing mitzvah genuine, which is the Ramach which says which is the spiritual Ramach so also to utilize it all to learn Torah, mitzvah Torah as to reveal in the Torah's Exodus and fulfilling the Torah of Rabbi Sayyidina, including about learning in Yadir Gul in a way that will open up our heart and our eyes and our ears, so that we should be able to understand and see and feel the pastus mavish and gashvis of the world, the Gula mitzvah of a lamish. And to learn the Torah of Mashiach Kanimi Yisatayit in a way of Rehiel, all of this we have already ready and prepared. So all we need now is to open up our eyes, and there we'll be able to see it. Says the Rebbe, see a few tests in simple words of the Gale of Maisel Bapoyim. Since the Chibur of the Nishabah that attached with the connection between Nishabah and both Ruchlis and Gashrams, we have already now completely, and everything is ready for the Gula, so we need to do things that we should be able to reveal it before Lamuth. So first of all, in the Indian Ashas, man grows something that's very tiling. In the young way, led this when Mazzoli Goyther, and the young way, we love the middle of the devil, we need to be adding in learning this Torah. Specifically, in the way of Rechoyis, and on a broad and expanded way of Bina, which connects Ruchlis and Gashmis as we explained before it relates. And this learning is shy to every single year, men and women, as we discussed many times, and learning of Sinus or spreading of Sinus to the outside is also simply connected to women as well as Shayabonis Israel, especially that that brings Mashiach. And furthermore, learning has to bring the action, the briefness of the action, my simple pilot to learn from the middle of them, and by him, this expressed itself in the shlavis of the avoid in Tayyus of the Gashmis of the Gulf and the world, both in time and place, as we said before, the David pulls the years. that by each and every person, there has to be a special effort to express his ruchnis, to express his chasindishkeit, also in his physical things. And regarding all of his Gashwis that are things that is time and place for Gashwis, then every single area should be felt the world and the Chathayis that flowed from his Yiddishkeit from the Siddishkeit to the extent that there is no separation within himself at all, but rather everything is Ruchlis and his Gashwis are all one. In addition to this, to see to, to organize Fabrenians, Siddish Fabrenians in every single place, starting from the Mula of Yudkis, learning to speak and to learn about the title of Malamula. To accept Achlotus status of all of these matters, including Achlotus that are appropriate. 
to that is to set fabrains and big fabrains and you just the out at the seat to make sure in every single place to do this. Even in the Pinani Dah has even the most far fetched corners. That at every single corner the woman gosh we saw the oil of with the do it is evil fail should be permeated with the light will warmth of Hasidus and Yutis Kislev of Shabal of Siddhis. And so to the continuous Siddhis Shabrang and all the Oidish Kislev, especially the special days that are connected with Tyrus Aksidis and Dark Yaksidis, and all the way till the end of the month, um to organize Fabrangans in the days of Hanukkah and speci- and in this spirit of Shining by yourself, eh, illuminating both yourself and your surrounding with the lights of Hanukkah, I'll pass out basically by chutz, on your doorway and the out to the outside, in the way of continuing to add light every single day, including the Midi Grammy Seder is able to, to make family get togethers for the family on Hanukkah, the Gimat Hanukkah, to, to the family specifically, to the children, to the boys and the girls, to the sons and the daughters, because what every single person is Makayan this Midi in the proper um, way of pure of publicity. And especially adding and giving Hanukkah and Gilberigui, that thou clearly adds Simcha by the children, so to that we call even more Makushas in fulfilling this minute with Rabbi Seyyidah the Seyyidah, so that would give us even more Koyat to be able to take your Torah and the Reiroys and the Menogim to make, make it permeate our daily lives and our individual days. Specifically, the minute Yisrael that's continuing to become more and more publicized these days to learn Yadagula and Yadagashiach to prepare ourselves and to prepare the to prepare what around us. Says the Rebbe also that from speaking and accepting out Lotus Favis and all of these Yonim, they should be taken out of the Gilly. The Gulavich Zashlema, the Mashiach, the Kayin, the Lady Bosar, of every single Yidden of all the Yidden, take them out of Mamish. All the Yidden go with the clouds of heaven, together with all our Sayyidim, with the Sayyidim, together with all of our physical possessions, Kasfulas on Mitam, together with the Batemigdashmav. And our private houses. So therefore, obviously, the Rebbe says that we will go uh, willingly. And through this, we become that that they all became completely permeated in the light of citizens the kedusha of the neshama. As said before, and the Rebbe says that the mingdush mat and the individual the houses, which are similar to a mingdush mat, will all, all be connected to the mingdush ablek kedusha of the base of mingdush and the kedusha of the kedusha, which there is the heaven ashia, for where the whole world was founded. For all you are, you can take it from the yard, Mamdash.